Welcome to OWASP 24-7, sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance. This is your host, Mark Miller. Today we're talking with Kate Hartman, Operations Director of OWASP. She is responsible for creating and maintaining the platform for the OWASP organization. Kate has a unique perspective on how virtual meetings are becoming an important tool for the global community. So we start our discussion on what's a typical day at OWASP, which for Kate begins with a full pot of coffee to get her jump started. Um, my name is Kate Hartman, and my title is Operations Director. I am in rural southern Maryland. Um, I'm about 25 or 30 miles south of Washington, D.C. Operations Director for OWASP, what does that mean? Well, basically what that means is that my my job is to support the staff. I um, have been doing a lot of work in Salesforce and some of the other operational issues, um, helping create the platform for the organization. So you work with Sarah and you work with Samantha. Anybody else? Uh, well, the whole operational team works together very closely. It's one of the things I think that makes us uh, strong operationally. Um, we have Kelly Santa Lucia, Allison Schrader, the book, um, who does our accounting, uh, Matt Saros, the IT guru, uh, Samantha, of course, is projects manager, Sarah is our executive director, and we have Laura Grau, who has taken over the conference coordinator position. Walk me through, Kate, uh, a normal day for you. You come in, you get a cup of coffee. <laughs> How do you start your day? Uh, well, generally it starts with a pot of coffee. Um, one cup just won't cut it. Um, most of our communication is by email. So generally sifting through the email inbox, trying to filter out some of the uh, fires that need to be put out uh, right away, some of the fires that can wait till after lunch. Also, uh, we in the last year or so have implemented the contact us form and the email inquiry form for people to send requests in through the OWASP website or through email and even through Twitter. Uh, so I take care of those as well, trying to answer questions about policy, reset passwords, um, setting up chapters, helping with conference requests, sponsorships. Um, pretty much anything that comes in will come through me. What's the hardest part of your job? Probably prioritizing, prioritizing, because everybody's needs are are important. You know, whether it's a chapter leader. Gosh, Mark, that's a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> what's the important, most, most? What's the hardest part about my job? I mean, we could turn it upside down. What would make your life easier? Having more time in the day, I think, and more days in the week, uh, would make my job easier. Um, it, it's particularly challenging because we are, we are of course, global. So one of the things I know all of the staff struggles with is the uh, the incoming emails, but also the the time zones. Because we're global, just as I'm getting ready to log off or sign off for the day, somebody else is just waking up. It's a constant influx of information and, and questions. And so I know we, we all struggle with uh, trying to prioritize and maintain that balance because it's so easy to just not ever get up from your chair and carry on through the next day. 
it's hard. We all we all work uh, we all work amazingly long days, and because we are all remote, um, you know, one of the one of the good things that we have is. Uh, we have uh, GoToMeeting, which we use constantly. So as as a team, as an operational team, we're always in touch with each other. And usually a day doesn't go by where we're talk- not talking to each other or uh, sharing ideas, collaborating. And we meet uh, once a week for a couple hours. So um, even though we're all remote, it's almost like we all work in an office. And it's it's interesting to be on a on a call with the UK, California, Iran, Australia, Japan, all at the same time. But trying to juggle those schedules is, is pretty challenging sometimes. I still find the technology amazing. I mean, it's what I do for a living. But what you just described, and I do it every day, it still amazes me when I can pick up a Skype call and be talking literally to every corner of the world. It is. It is pretty amazing. We do that on a daily basis, so it's it's a lot of fun. In Northern Virginia, Jack Menino is running a very effective chapter. Why do you think Jack's group works so well? John Stephen was the chapter leader prior to Jack, and over the past couple of years, I think John led that chapter for several years, and he... He, over a period of time, built it into something very dynamic. They split their time between socialization and business, and it works really well for them. They've got a great venue donated to them at Living Social. They have the community aspect nailed down, and they have some really great speakers on hot topics every single time. So it's a great networking opportunity, a great collaboration. You go there and you see guys standing around having a drink together and then in the other corner is a couple of guys working on a project on their laptops. So it's it's a nice diverse group. Have you got a handle on the number of user groups around the world? 164. Holy smokes. Are they all active? No. Um, we probably have about 115 active chapters around the world um, and by active meaning they meet the the general guidelines that are set out in the chapter leader handbook of having quarterly meetings and and events I've done a lot of work with user groups around the world for another technology and it seems like there's isolated pockets where there might not be a lot of people but the people that are there are very enthusiastic as you mentioned before, the, the technology we have today is amazing. And um, one of the guys up in Canada has actually started a project for virtual chapter meetings. We have a foundation GoToMeeting account that has audio and uh, web capabilities, and that's available to all chapter leaders. So in those areas where there are little pockets, it's possible and, and it's starting to happen more frequently where some of the smaller chapters are able to connect virtually and have a bigger meeting and bring everybody together even though they can't physically be in the same place. One of the questions I, I was aiming for you is what do you see as the future for OWASP? Is it going to include a lot of remote meetings? Is this the way we're going to start connecting? What's in the future? The The world is getting smaller, at least when we connect it with technology. And I think absolutely virtual meetings are on the increase. We have the global webinars, the virtual training. We have attempted with moderate success to stream 
um, even some of our conferences and the global summits that we've had in the past. So definitely I see a lot of remote connecting, online collaboration, uh, real-time online collaboration and virtual meetings that way. Um, another thing that I think uh, I mentioned before, we're using the Salesforce platform, and we're looking. One of the one of the pieces of feedback from the community was, you know, the the mailing lists and things like that are not the best tool for uh, collaboration. So um, operationally, we've been working on a couple of different options for, like, chat rooms and and forums and some other things like that that actually exist on the Salesforce platform that can be used for chapters or task force groups or um, even even the global board. Trying to take advantage of all that technology and really create a virtual community is definitely the direction we've been headed for the past five years. And definitely, I think that that's the roadmap of the future. Are you going to be at AppSec USA in New York so people can talk to you? Of course I'm going to be at AppSec USA in New York. Who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I think that's going to, you know, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about conferences and, um, you know, when I started back in 2008, we had the conference in New York that year. That was the USA conference. And every conference since then, whether it be in the U.S. or in Europe or Asia Pacific, Latin America, has always one-upped the one before it. Every year, these global conferences are so exciting because the amount of energy and, you know, the, it, I think we have about 150 volunteers who are going to help run that event. And so the energy there and Samantha with her project summit and bringing all the project leaders together uh, the Women in AppSec program. Um, we'll have some chapter leader workshop breakout sessions. That's going to be great. The charity run. There's just so much going on. So I'm really looking forward to it and also looking forward to Denver next year to see what they can add to it. For people that don't know, what is The Connector? What is that? Connector is the newsletter that's been coming out twice a week, and hopefully everybody would know about that. It goes out to our entire community, about 40 43,000 people twice a week. It's just a digest of information on upcoming events, um, announcements. We just had the board elections, um, so there'll be one coming out later today. But we just had the board elections, the WASPI awards. It's got project information, new projects, uh, featured projects, and whatever other announcements from within the organization pushing out. And it would be really great to have announcements from the community to the community to keep everybody connected. Well, you just threw a, a huge statement out there. 43,000 people on the email list? Yes, sir. 43,000. What we did, um, that number had been a little flaky in the past. And so what we did is we took the OWASP All, which is a compilation of anybody who has subscribed to one of the mailing lists, took anybody with an OWASP.org email address, we took anybody who might be missing from those that had attended an event, and we put all that into one giant database, spun it around, deduped it, and uh, came up with that number. Yeah, 43,000. That is absolutely remarkable. I had no idea it was that large. I think a couple of years ago when I started, it was about 21,000. So that just, um, we've doubled in size and we're growing exponentially. It's very exciting. 
have you noticed a change in the membership like developers versus it uh, versus uh, security experts what what are you seeing as a shift anything OWASP as an organization has been doing a lot of outreach to developers in the developer community and that that's been fantastic we've gotten some really positive feedback uh, one organization actually has us as part of their incentive program for their developers um, so their rewards if or their bonuses if you will is the ability to attend a NOWASP conference, which is fantastic. We continue to have a high concentration of uh, CIO um, executives, directors, management, and engineers. Uh, so I think if, if we're looking at a shift, I think the increase in outreach to the developer community has really started to show itself through our membership base. Where does that leave us? You've, you've got the ears of everybody now as far as the listening audience here. What would you like to leave everybody with here? One of the things I've been focusing on for the past year and a half or two years even is really trying to maintain and strengthen that platform in our platform organization. You know, I've been doing a couple of different things. One of them is the connector and we're looking on expanding that in 2014 to a, a more journal-type publication with uh, research articles and other information that would be applicable to the community. So I would like to encourage the community for feedback and input on what is important to them. What do you want to see from the organization? Where, where does the community see the future of OWASP is really what's more important than what I see because, after all, we are a community platform organization. You have been listening to OWASP 24-7 with your host, Mark Miller. OWASP 24-7 is sponsored by the Open Web Application Security Project, improving the security of software. With support from Sonatype, a trusted partner for open source governance, management, and compliance.